MedCram.com. Welcome to another MedCram COVID-19 update. We're going to talk about the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine, otherwise known as Covishield, or Vaxevria, which is a vaccine product that is not available in the United States, but is available in several countries around the world. And it is a product of AstraZeneca and Oxford University. For those of you who don't know, it is similar to the Johnson & Johnson Janssen Pharmaceuticals vaccine in that it uses a vector from an adenovirus. In this case, it's a chimpanzee adenovirus. And we have a video that goes over all of this if you want some more background on this information. What we're going to do here in this video is update you on what's happened since this has been approved in several countries and what is the evidence of its efficacy and what's going on right now in terms of the latest research and development. And this data was taken from a couple of publications, one specifically that was published in The Lancet that looked at data from Scotland and represented about 99% of the Scottish population at 5.4 million people. And the other one was a retrospective study that was published on a preprint server that has not been peer-reviewed, but evaluated in a retrospective cohort the effectiveness of the AstraZeneca vaccine. In terms of the efficacy of this vaccine, as you can see for the alpha variant, there was an 86% efficacy against hospitalization in the alpha variant. In the gamma variant, it was 87% effective, and in the delta variant, up to 92% effective at preventing hospitalization after the second dose. Not much data was reported for the beta variant, which was the primary variant early on in 2021 in South Africa. For the Delta variant, though, the prevention after the second dose of symptomatic infection was only 61%. One of the issues with the AstraZeneca vaccine early on that was discovered in about March of 2021 was the issue of blood clots. Similar to the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, this caused a pausing of these vaccine campaigns in many countries in Europe. And you can see that today, even, there are a number of countries where usage has stopped, for instance, in Norway and also in South Africa. Other countries have limited AstraZeneca to higher-risk populations like the elderly. And that is because of the European Medicines Agency finding and the European Medicines Agency is the agency in charge of the evaluation and supervision of medicinal products in Europe. The known risks of this vaccine is that there are unusual blood clots associated with it, with low platelets, which are estimated to occur in 1 in 100,000 vaccinated people. And so as a result of this, there were a number of people earlier in 2021 that got the first dose of the AstraZeneca vaccine, but did not get the second dose because of the pausing. This opened up an interesting and unique opportunity to see what would happen if these subjects with the first dose being AstraZeneca had a different type of COVID vaccine, for instance, an mRNA vaccine as their second shot. And as it turns out, there have been a number of studies that have looked at this, and the results are interesting. This paper, which was published in The Lancet on the 18th of October 2021, looked at the effectiveness in different groups of vaccinees in Sweden. 
they looked at those who got the first dose of the AstraZeneca vaccine, followed by the Moderna vaccine or the Pfizer vaccine, or another dose of the AstraZeneca vaccine. And of course, we'll put a link in the description below. The three groups were the AstraZeneca vaccine first, coupled with the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. And in that group, there was 94,000 569 people. In the AstraZeneca Moderna group, there was 16,402. And then finally, the last group was the AstraZeneca AstraZeneca, in which there was 430,100. So you can see here, the first dose is always AstraZeneca, and the second dose is changed up. And the endpoint that they were looking at here was symptomatic COVID-19 infection. So the number that they came up with for the AstraZeneca Pfizer was 67% effectiveness with a 95% confidence interval of 59% to 73%. For the AstraZeneca Moderna, they came up with, in the calculation, 79% effectiveness or efficacy with 62% to 88%, 95% confidence interval. And then finally, the AstraZeneca, they found to be at 50%, with a 95% confidence interval of 41 to 58%. Now, if they combined this, as these are the different second dose to the first, or heterologous, they found that the effectiveness or the efficacy here was 68% with a 95% confidence interval of 61 to 74%. So how did this change the evidence? We have known, based on studies that have been done before, that adding the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccine to the AstraZeneca vaccine elicits a stronger immune response compared to a homologous AstraZeneca-AstraZeneca vaccine schedule. However, what we didn't know up to this point was whether or not that translated into a better efficacy for the vaccine. So just to be clear on that point, higher antibody levels doesn't necessarily correlate to better immunity from the vaccine. And while high antibody levels is a good sign, what we really need to see to prove efficacy is a trial in the real world. So, as the authors state, in this study, the heterologous COVID-19 vaccination using the AstraZeneca vaccine as the first dose, followed by either the Pfizer-BioNTech or the Moderna as the second dose, was associated with a 67 to 79% effectiveness against symptomatic COVID-19 infection. And of course, this was significantly higher than the 50% effectiveness from the homologous vaccination schedule using just AstraZeneca for the first and the second dose. And I just wanted you to be aware that the current vaccine from AstraZeneca for COVID-19 is officially known as AZD1222. But currently, AstraZeneca is in phase two and phase three trials on a brand new vaccine known as AZD1222. 2816, and this has a different spike protein, and it is modeled after the beta variant, which is known as the B1351 that was seen in South Africa. So I hope you found that this was helpful. For more information, don't forget to follow us at medcram.com. Thanks for joining us.